Hi. Hi to us. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so thrilled to be here today. Like, I'm literally so excited. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited to be doing this. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. In today's episode, we have Lois. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello, everyone. My name is Lois, just like I has said, mm-hmm. and I'm literally so excited to be here today. Before we get started, Lois, if you get that question correctly, you get a free merch. I would, whenever I'm coming to Abuja, I'll bring it for you. It's a design match. Okay. So now the thing about the question is that you have two trials and you get to give your answer at the ending of the whole meeting. Can I Google it? No, you can't do that. <laughs> and I'm trusting that you would not do that. What is the full meaning of PNG? <laughs> what are you saying? Okay. We would like for you to introduce yourself with your name, nickname, kind of designs do you do? What's your best or favorite learning resource? It could be a person, place, animal thing, anything, but your favorite resource for learning. Hi guys, my name is Lois. Uh, my nickname, well, my name already sounds like a nickname, so yeah, Lois still goes. Uh, I'm a product and graphic designer. So I started my design career as a self-taught um a self-taught graphic and brand designer in college, like that school in 2017. And, you know, eventually entered into products and here I am today. So I still do all of them. I do product design. I do graphic design because graphics is literally like my baby. It's something I've done all my life. It's definitely YouTube University. As in YouTube, (laughs) I don't know. Like I said, I was like, I started out as a self-taught designer and YouTube is literally where is the goat you know the greatest of all time is where everything yeah. is it's free you know you can build an entire career just by watching youtube videos and practicing i learned graphics by uh, watching youtube i learned photoshop illustrator After effects figma everything i know i would say like 95 percent was through youtube university so youtube is like my favorite learning platform i mean even when i started taking um professional courses maybe on coursera or udacity Everything in the courses we are things like I already kind of had knowledge of through self um, self learning by YouTube. So yeah, YouTube is my favorite. I did a research about boot camps that are free in Nigeria, and turns out that there are only four that are free boot camps in Nigeria for teaching design, and every other thing yeah. is paid. So aside the free ones, YouTube is like the ultimate, like is the king. I accept that one hundred percent. You mentioned now before we get to the questions, you mentioned now that. You've been doing like design since college. Were you already like working, like really, really working from there? Like, where did your experience, your working experience, start from? Well, my working experience started like um, let's say months after people knew that I was I could design because I would get like months? oh can you help me? I would say maybe six months. It started from church, you know, my church then in school. Oh, help us design mm-hmm. this one, do this one. And and my friends would be like, help me do this, help me do that. And then I would also like do personal things. Uh, oh, I just designed this with this, with that. You know, I'll just share my work on maybe social media then. And then for my paid experience, I'll probably say around a year after I started learning. Because when I started learning, my first, my goal wasn't to like make money at that point. My goal was just to know. So many people start making money. That I think for me, that's a flood. I, I know they suck by in the land, but that's a very flood way to start. Now, you, cho- you can choose not to answer this. <laughs> How much 
not not how much you earn now, don't worry. I want to ask how much was the first I know payment? you made my first desire, right? Okay, yeah. my first payment. First payment. My first payment was 3K. I used to design logos for 3K. Mad. Wow. Yeah. yeah I used to design logos for 3K. <laughs> 3K was a big. Actually, because before I even transitioned from that 3K to 5K, even 2K, wow. From 5K to 15K, 15K to 30K, and 30K to like above, like, uh-huh. you know. So even my the logo I was designing for 3K was like really, really good. Like most of them still use it till now. So <laughs> yeah, 3K was my lowest. Who was your first client? Was it Nigerian? And like, what's the story behind finding that first client? It's definitely a Nigerian. I didn't uh-huh. really know about the whole international remote work thing then. I mean, maybe I knew, but like, I didn't really know how it worked. So my first client in Nigeria, and it was either my family or my friend. It was one of them. Like I told you, you know, family and friends was where there were the people that started giving me gigs. So I can't particularly remember what exactly the project was about. Or maybe it was my brother asking me to design album art for him or (laughs) design clothing line logo for him. You know, around one of those things. So your your product, your product design. Now I'm sure you can remember your product design first clients when you first started doing like actual product design where you transitioned into from your logo and branding. So your product design first clients, you can remember them, maybe. So they were Nigerian. Yeah, of course. It was for it was for a blockchain crypto company. Ah, that's huge. Ah, good. Yeah, that's I think huge. for my product, I didn't really want to suffer much in my product design um, journey, you know, because I already suffered all the suffering in graphic design uh-huh. business. I learned all the lessons in business. Um, Sakpa, everything <laughs> living in the trenches. So uh, when I started, when I like, started learning about products, and I was like, no, you know, everything that I wish I knew then is what I'm going to put in. So I literally went, I dived in, I dived into big things, right, for my uh-huh. product design. I didn't take gigs that were meaningless, you know. I didn't take gigs that were below a certain amount. I didn't because I already, you know, I told you, I suffered all of those days in my graphics brand experience. So I didn't want to go through that. I was kind of like a pro with the, the business of design. So I was like, this guy, this product design, yeah, you eat the money, you know, I have the experience. And then the fact that I also had graphic experience also helps the people that, you know, wanted to work with me because they'll be looking for somebody who was a product designer, but knows about graphics. So it was kind of like a stepping stone for me. You know, just like, oh, you are looking for a product designer who is also a um, animator or who is also yeah. an artist, all those kind of perks. Yeah, who, so, who has, yeah, who can do the product design was, it was big money, like very, very big money. Like, it was huge. <laughs> I, I was like, hell no, I'm not doing any of those three k things, nah. God, <laughs> am I stone? Am I stone, Lord? <laughs> so now, right, uh, that aside, what's the experience like? getting that client was it like the company or was he a full-time gig like was he a like freelance or full-time gig and it was a full-time job maybe other the other products work i had done was in the company that i was working with they would you know you know when they employ you you're supposed uh-huh. to be a graphic designer and then now you're doing animation yeah. you're doing um video you're even doing project management you're doing everything exactly so i think yeah. it was there it was there i you know i did a lot i did a couple of things there 
and then I was learning. I had a lot of personal projects on products, like very huge personal projects. I would look at like what top guys are doing, companies and what they need, and I'll try to work on those kind of ideas. I still have your portfolio. Can I share that? Okay, but, okay. Yeah, that was, I think the one you, are, you have is what helps me to get the job that I got that time. Ah, uh, please send it. So, <laughs> everybody watching at home, you can check the link in the description. She will send it and uh, it will be there. I would post my work on WhatsApp, on Facebook. Then I used to use Facebook a lot. I don't do, I don't use Facebook anymore. You know, um, I'm not the most social media savvy person, to be very honest. Like, social media is not my thing, my thing. You know, I try, I always try to be in the background, just doing my thing. I just, I don't like all the noise, especially on Twitter. It's hard for me to like navigate through. I wish I could, maybe I'll learn how to in the future. You know, those people that knew me directly, they would give me gigs or they would refer me. Like even uh, one of the biggest gigs I got were through referrals. Oh, um, I gave your number to somebody who's going to reach out to you. Like, and I didn't know, oh, the gig was going to be like very, a very huge nationwide project. I also went out of my way to apply. You know, if I see somebody say, oh, I'm looking for a designer that will help me do this, I'll send the person a pitch, a proposal, or, you know, I'll code email people, hey, I can help you do this, I can help you do that, I can help you, like, um, I think you need to work here and here, and I'll, I'll be able to offer those services services to you. So, you know, when they always say that, if something doesn't come to you, you should go to it. So sometimes yeah. you need to also spread your wings. And they would always say, like, um, let your work speak for you. Sometimes... You have to walk for it to speak for you, you know. You mm-hmm. can't just be like, oh, yes, one po- I, I'm a designer and a job should be coming to me. No, you have to go out of your way to, excuse job. me, you have to go out of your way to, yeah, to get what you want. Especially because I was trying to tailor my clients and then I wanted to move out of my friends and family zone to, because of the way they were pricing me. And I felt like I'd grown, I'd, I'd grown that. So I moved out of my friends and family zone to putting my work on Instagram, LinkedIn, also going to apply for things like jobs, openings, people that were looking for freelance freelancers, Upwork. I wanted to like expand my network. So yeah, I would go for what I wanted, you know, networking and being part of the community. Again, I'm not the best networker in the world. I barely go out of my house. But yeah, like meeting people, at least the few times I've gone out to an event, I got, they asked me, oh, what do you do? I'm a graphic designer. Oh, I mean, product designer, and they'd be like, wow, a lady being a, a designer. Oh, can I see some of your works? And then I'll just send them my portfolio. I'm like, oh, wow, this is really good. This is really good. Can you do this and do that? And then from there, that they become my client, they become my friend, actually get clients. Even from chikas that are just chiking me, hey, find ah. your. <laughs> I'm not even interested in them. But then they'll be like, yeah, um, what do you do? I'll just grudgingly answer me, designer. Hey, your designer, what do you design? Can you do billboard? Can you do this one? Can you do that one? Like, yes, I can do it. There's nothing in this life I cannot do. And that's how I get clients. There's something called a share of mind. Whenever they think about design, they'll think about, oh, Lois, because they've been seeing it. It's just like advertising. When you see billboards everywhere, it's like all up in your face. It's like, you don't even know when it's like, you consciously associate things with these people because advertisement. You think about Nike, Coca-Cola, they are marketing yeah. is everywhere so you have to do that for yourself you have to market yourself you have to post on social media it's it's fake life it's clinical but for me i would say leave the fake life people and focus on your own self you know focus on just putting out stuff you know just stay out of all the noise and focus on yourself recruiters will, people will actually reach out to you recruiters will actually reach out to you hey do you want to do this are you available like for real for real so yeah mm-hmm. putting yourself out there also helps you to like get 
um, clients, going for what you want, called emailing people, networking, socializing, being part of a community too, being part of a community, like the one that um, both of us are in. And uh-huh. people drop like jobs from time to time and then you get to see them, you're available, you take it, if you're not, you know, you just let it be. I was hearing from what you said, like, you know, putting your work out there consistently, bring your own advertiser, like advertising yourself all the time. That works. Yeah. Secondly, networking with people, that works. Those are the things I'm hearing you say. And constantly doing your thing without the noise of the whole being like a product designer, trying to make and do unnecessary things for, for attention. The designs we're putting out, was it like a steady, regular-based design? Was it like every week you put out design, every day you put out design? Or was it that once that, that mood come, you just put out work out there and then you rest? Okay, to be very honest, it wasn't that regular. I tried to, at some point, I tried to create a sketch. Okay, every Monday, I'll post on Instagram, post here. And then posting is actually hard, to be very honest. You know, designing is one thing. Posting your job is another stress because yeah, I'll have to resize stress. some of them to fit Instagram size, to fit LinkedIn, to fit, you know. I, and then if I just put... If I just put one size of image everywhere, it might not really work. So sometimes I'll have to like besides I have to plan and then I'll post on Behance and then oh with this Behance image, can I still use it on Instagram? Posting is actually a lot of work, especially if you're not social media savvy. If it's not your thing, it's like extra work. I personally like to work with like schedules and routines. There was a time I, I also felt that you know that thing you said about share of mind. There was a time in my own yeah. like career space where I was posting almost twice or three times a week. And during that period, for like a month, people are always reaching out. Hey, Jones Hafa, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Well, I'm seeing your design. I know those kind of things. And it's constantly in their mind. If somebody talks about design somewhere else, and they'll be like, oh, I know a designer. They'll be like, drones. Because they know that they constantly see this thing. It's exactly the same thing that MTN and Coca-Cola do to us. That we'll be testing for no reason want to drink Fanta or Coke. And this water will just be like, oh, and there's a Fanta or Coke. So what can you say about your experience with Nigerian clients as a designer? Yeah, well, my experience has not been that bad. And mm-hmm. it's been, it's just been there. It's nothing extraordinary. It, it was, it helped me in my growing phase. So... Oh. Oh. Until, I realized, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Until I realized that I wanted better for myself. And then I... I had to figure out how to get it better than I wanted. But yeah, working with Nigerian clients can be it can be good. It can also be horrible. Pricing, people not respecting your time. And it can also be good because some people are like less stressful. They know what they want. They go for it. It depends. It's like a mixed feeling con- sort of thing. It's good, bad. What has been your bad experience with Nigerian clients? That's, hey, that's the cool cool. My bad part. So there was this guy that... Um, I, I designed for it. He refused to pay me. And he also tried to undervalue my work a lot. He'd be like, eh, I have a lot of designers that I could have just sent this to. Uh, I'm just using you just because I like your work. Or I like you. Tons of designers on my teams I could have just sent it to. And then he was a Nigerian that was no longer in Nigeria. I literally took his work from zero to hundred, you know, because I'm somebody that I come into a place, things are not working. I try to make it work. So, you know, he would try to talk down on me subtly, but I'll be like, yeah, whatever. So, is it not to design? Collect my money. I don't care about this guy and everything. So one time I did a job and he refused to pay me and I really needed the money. And it's funny because it's 20K. Now, looking back at it, I'm like, I would never fight somebody over 20K. But then 20K was like 20 millionaire to me. 
It was big money. And then he would, and I was done with it. And then okay, he would say um, he can't withdraw because um, there's a restriction on the amounts that he's supposed to spend, and he has other things to do. So so I'll wait. And then I, like I said, I hate I hate fights, I hate conflict. So I'll try again. I'll now go and craft a nice message. Like I'm somebody that whenever if I want to say something, I think about it a lot. I take my time to make sure what I'm saying is not going to hurt somebody. So I, I want to craft message. Hello, sir. Please, I beg in the name of God, sir. Please, I, really, please, um, I don't stay with my parents, so I need money to fend for myself. Omo, the guy will just slap me with one message and be like, uh-huh. and so what? And so what? Omo, it was so crazy. It was like literally very hard. Wait, wait. Now, I think some people will be asking, is it 20K Naira or dollars? 20K Naira, 20,000 Naira. <laughs> And he was not even in Nigeria. Did you get? So, I don't know. Anyways, eventually he was like, uh, because I had delivered, I'd finished all the work. I'd not given him the um, full file. So I just given him like, oh, images. It's supposed, some of them are supposed to be printed. So I just given him like images of what we did. Now, the next thing is for me to like send the files over and he would print them or use them. So it was just images, mere images. And then he was like, eh, eh, that's, you know, he has not even collected the work. I can keep the money if I want. I can keep the work if I want. And I should eat it. I should keep it. And I'm like, oh, no problem. I'll keep it. And then, to be honest, I'm not, what am I keeping it for? You know, I would have wanted us to just settle this amicably. This was months, getting into six months after we had done, no. Four months, six months thereabout after we had done. Like, to show you how long, it wasn't a one-time thing. It was like a continuous thing. I was so heartbroken right. because at that point in my life, I was right. really broke. About a year and a half later, out of the blue, because I, I deleted his number, I blocked him. Over a year later, this guy now texts me out of the blues that he and his team, they just came back from Dubai, that in Nigeria, that if I like, I can be informing or I can come and, you know, give them the job, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was livid. Some very stupid message like that, I was livid. I'm like, this guy is such a child. Like, he's such a child. He's not, what? he's somebody that, he's in the 30s, he's 30s old. And then I was like, in my early 20s, I'm still in my early 20s. <laughs> but like, you know, I was younger, maybe like four years, three years younger than I am right now. So, bruh, the guy was, I'm like, what kind of Agbaya is this? This one is an Agbaya for real. Because why are you ah. behaving like that in secondary school? I was livid. And then I usually don't, I don't like conflict, you know. It makes me feel somehow. But then I have to go back and forth with this guy for a while. And then I sent him a message. Even in trying to, like, insult him, I was still respectful because <laughs> he never beat me. I sent him a Please, message sir. that refusing me to pay my money. You have the guts and, you know, F on tree. You know those, you know English that in Nollywood, mm-hmm. where they want to talk somebody, just come. You have the F on tree and the guts. <laughs> After six months, over a year, at some point, you know, sent me a very long message. I read it. I was like, whatever, I don't have the strength to do this. And up to today, I've not gotten my 20K. But yeah, I don't care. Uh, It's one of those lessons that you learn. It's gone for vanishing. I had had, uh, a client tell me that one statement that you made and he was like, is this all your design is? Like my team can do better than this. And after we had spoken for like a week, we had concluded the deal. He had given me, he had given me the money, and I gave him the first design. And he was like, "Is this all the? You know that time we used to meet in that cafe, that cafe? Yeah. yeah. When I used to come there, okay. it was his design. You know, my house is in Sharp Corner, so it was like far. It was his design. I used to come there to do like every day from my house. I was far. Away. And then at the end of like one week, and told me that same thing. I was like, "Is this what you have to offer? My team can do better." 
And I, the next day, I just sent him back his money straight up. I didn't even do it. I just sent him back his money because I feel yeah, yeah. I resonate with you. It's annoying. It's really bad. I mean, your team can't do better. Why did you reach out to me? Why? Why did you hire me? Why did we even get to this? Because you I saw my. Portfolio. I don't like it when people are when people work with you and they feel like they're doing you a favor. It's a two way thing. I'm giving you value. You're giving me value. But what's, you know, I'm giving you my services. You're paying me. You're not helping me. I'm not helping you. We are doing business, so you're not. It's always like, oh, I'm trying to save you. No, you're not. It's this is what I do as exactly. a living. Did you get? So it's just crazy. And I think I've had that experience maybe more because I'm a lady, and people just feel like, oh, let me just pity her. You know, you're not like other girls down the streets, um, sleeping with men for money. So let me help you. Uh, it's just weird. And people that reach out to you, they are trying to get something else, and they're not form that is designed that they want. <laughs> <laughs> Shop guy. Uh, it's crazy it's so crazy now that, that's the bad experience um before we get into the good parts how to spot the red flags for these kind of clients that give you all these bad experiences how to spot them so first of all when somebody starts speaking to you disrespectfully it's usually a red flag, you know, and you might just be in so much, you are so broke that you're like, you know, this is bad, but I don't mind. So I think moving forward, I learned to turn down stuff. Once I just have this, this intuition in you that I know that this one is going to give you trouble. It's, it's the same thing. It's like friendship in the world. There are people you see, you know, this one is going to be love drama. At least for me, oh, you know, this is going to be just too much and I can't handle it, you know. So it's the same thing with my client's relationship. There are certain statements you make. There are certain ways you approach me and price my work. You know when they always say that the people where they pay the lowest, and then they always stress you the most. It's Not this, them. It, even outside Nigeria, it's still the same. In Even in white people, um, full-time job, long, everything. It's just ones that will pay you the least that will actually stress you the most. I don't know. It's just a general rule, and the rule is actually true. People that don't understand boundaries. So I think when we talk about how to deal with um, conflict, I'll talk about that, boundaries. That one is a red flag. This is a red flag client. And then the way they also talk about other people, maybe they want to bring a gift to you. And then the first of all, insult and thoroughly the insult the person that did it. Yeah. Yeah. That did that it did. Then, I just know that I'm going to, I might have a share. I'm going to take a share of this. <laughs> is not, they will insult me the same way, you know. So there are a lot of things to look out for. How they price you, how they approach you. There are a lot of things to actually look out for. Your good experience. Now, what is your good experience like with Nigerian clients, specifically Nigerian clients? I think because yeah. of the nature of the person I am, somebody that avoids trouble, mm-hmm. I've had more good experiences than bad experiences. My bad experiences is almost infinite, infinite, similar, or what did they, how did they say that <laughs> word? It's not, it's not relevant. You know, it's just like a few times that I was bad, bad. I've learned to select the people that I work with. If, no matter how Sakwa is hitting me, I will choose the clients that I want. So um, I've had my good experience. This time I designed for someone um, and he was like, wow, you charge too low for your job. You should actually charge higher. He actually, funny enough, he gave me that confidence to, after I did that job, I literally increased my price by times two. We went from being clients, to being friends, to hanging out. Same thing, another client, you know, we did a job. He loved it so much. He paid extra. Hard. yeah he loved it so much and he was like yeah he paid extra there's something about your quality of work if it's very good people will always come back 
you know, except of course they can't afford it. So the problem he now had with me was maybe the money he might not be able to afford it, but he always tried to always come back. And then he would also refer people to me, refer clients to me. And he would hype me so much. Like you should actually use that girl. And he would tell people about me, oh, Lois, 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 Lois. They even want to see who is this Lois, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, I've had a lot of good experiences. People that from clients, they turn to my friends, from friends, almost families. And we started doing things together outside of work, um, exploring other interests, like hanging out, going to fun places once in a while. Put the disclaimer to that because I'm mostly in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put the disclaimer to that. I'm mostly in my house. So yeah, so yeah, clients are telling my friends and they referred me to more clients and they increased their prices and they, you know, rewarded me for my appropriately for my good work. They didn't try to underprice me and stuff like that yeah. wow so I have and, they're, and they're nigerians they're nigerians yeah yeah they're nigerian yeah. wow that's wonderful that's, this is like a fairy tale you know something you tell by the moonlight <laughs> Stop it. Oh. Yeah. that's good so what are like will i say white flags yeah, that's a point what are the good ways or signs to know that these kind of people are good nigerian clients or like clients that would make you or treat you well as you yeah so it's basically the opposite of the red flags that i mentioned the opposite would be like they talk to you appropriately they respect you they respect your work they don't try to talk down on you or talk down on your work they don't make statements like hey, i have somebody else i could have given it to so why are you i mean why are you here so you know they respect you they value your work and then the fact that they value your work not just in words in the amount that they are willing to pay for it they won't be like ah, it's not just logo why should I pay 100k for it? It's not just a um, flyer. I can just do it with Canva. They don't make statements like that. They actually value your work. They see the value in what you're bringing and what you're doing for them. So that's a, that's a, um, that's a white flag. I think it's supposed to be a green flag, actually, instead of a white flag. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a green flag. They also they are also clear about what they want. I always tell people, I'm I'm a designer, I'm not a magician. Someone will be like, do this here, put this here. What do you want? I don't know. Okay, send me samples of what you want. No, just do this. Just, just feel like they should be in their mind. And sometimes you are able to interpret what they want clearly, but most times it might not exactly end well. You get you guys will go back and forth a lot. So yeah, the clients that um, they know what they want, they are able to communicate very clearly and they communicate with you in respect. That's that's a good flag. Even if they don't want to use you anymore or maybe along the line, they got someone else, they don't try to downplay you in the process or make you look like it, but they still communicate that respectfully. So yeah, that's definitely a green flag. Do you have a checklist of do's and do not try with Nigerian clients? Seems that you know, you know, they go near and things that you do, like a checklist, you know, okay, these are things I should do, do not try, that kind of thing. Okay, so for me, it's hard to separate Nigerian clients and every other client because, you know, at least the level of the quality of work I, I give to Nigerian clients is still the quality of work that I took into the international world. So one of my do's, take the business of design very seriously. As much as you're learning how to use Photoshop, Figma, XD, whatever, take the business of design very seriously. How to price yourself, how to present your work, how to get higher clients. The financial literacy part, take it very seriously. How to also manage money when it comes to you. You know, you just may feel like I'm a designer. Yeah, I always design, gigs will come. There are certain days that you would have a lot of clients, a lot of money, and then the next month, nobody contacts you, all the emails you sent, no response. 
So you have to learn the business and the money part of design. Take it very seriously. I mean, don't be so money conscious that all you think about is money, but like take it very seriously. It's very important as you're growing in your design skills, but also growing in your knowledge of business, how business works, how marketing works, how advertising works, how all of these business facets work. So take it very seriously. So that's one of my do's. Improve on your financial literacy as much as you improve on your skills. It will help you learn a lot about money, learn about investments. You know, you're a designer. You're not just anything. It's a, it's a, a lot of people don't, at least for me, it's a full-time job. For some people, they feel like they're just doing it. So whatever comes, you take it, you know, take it the way you would do. If you're running a company, this is how you run it. Just take it like that. Take it very seriously. Learn the business of design. And then for my dues, I would say when I'm dealing with Nigerian clients, communicate effectively. Set boundaries, you know. So please, um, I'm available from this time to this time. I don't work on the weekends. I don't work on Sundays. I don't, don't call me at 11 a.m. Of course, you don't, you might not have to say that directly, but like the way you also respond to them, you'll communicate your boundaries. Set boundaries because certain people don't understand boundaries because why are you calling me by 1 a.m. in the morning? You get, or why are you texting? me on Sunday that you need to change this and you need to change that. Some people don't understand boundaries. So communicate, have a strategy, have a plan of the way you work. Okay, from here, we're going to go to from research phase to this, to first draft, to second draft, to this, to presentation. Have a clear strategy. Have, keep a structure. You know what? Structure is going to save you from a lot of heartache. It's going to save you from, it's even going to help you manage your time effectively. Don't get too emotionally attached to your work. I will do my design. If you don't like it, I'll take the feedback graciously. I'll align what you want, you know. I'll communicate that to you as much as like, you provide solutions to people who might not have design knowledge. Generally, as a designer, is that take care of yourself, you know. You're a designer, you're not a bag of potatoes. <laughs> so take care of yourself physically mentally spiritually or whatever you don't have to spend all your days just on the screen posture take care of your your eating habit you're working all day you're drinking fanta you're eating gala you're not eating all day and then for like one full week you're not eating no vegetable no fruit you know have free time and that you still you do exploring other habits exploring other hobbies rather doing other fun things you know those things actually make you a designer people think that being a good designer is when you sit on your laptop 24 hours a day no it's learning how to create that work-life balance you design where you need to in taking care of yourself it will actually affect the quality of work that you give people you know i would also say take your personal projects very seriously because your personal projects will bring you so much clients that you won't even know about don't compare yourself or your journey with someone else's especially in this social media age you see someone posting back to back and then you're feeling like oh god when am i doing enough you know and then you enter this phase of comparison and then they are posting images of they just landed 500,000 naira gig or 1 million naira gig, 2 million naira gig, and then you're like, oh, God, when am I going to be a tuba of yam? You know, yeah. <laughs> and those kind of <laughs> And then, you know, it's easy to just fall into that phase of comparison and then not get into unnecessary competition. I feel like the person that, the person you should be in competition with should be yourself. Oh, I want to be a better designer than I was yesterday. You know, why you shouldn't compare yourself to people is that number one, people lie a lot. Lie a lot. Ah, oh, Especially my God. on social media where you don't know who this person is accountable to, 
you don't know them in person. Nobody knows them. They're just silent in one get. Focus on yourself. Be inspired by people's journey. You should be learning and asking them to give you tips and resources. And then you're just busy comparing yourself. So it's a very futile journey. So that was one of my don'ts. Don't compare yourself. I would say don't pursue meaningless projects. It's okay to have a definition of the kind of people that you work with. You know, there's this design agency that I really like, that design studio. So when I started design, they were one of the people that I found. I was just Googling stuff and I found out, oh, they're actually Nigerian and they're based in Lagos. Forgotten what the tagline is. I can't remember a word for word, but there was just something about defining what they are doing, who they are. And the kind of clients they want. So it's something that you can still do as a designer, whether you're freelancing or you're working full-time. When by defining the people that you want, you're going to save yourself a lot of stress. Every, you know, people say that oh, there's a lesson to learn. There's like some things, there's no lesson to learn. It's only trauma and heartbreak. <laughs> there's no and then if you take your time to learn, you take your time to work on projects that will build you and accelerate you. There are some projects that will bring you down. This one is not taking you anywhere. Anything that goes, goes. No, anything that goes does not go. That's not how you become an amazing designer. And I select the things that you want. So every client is not your client, you know. Every Nigerian mm-hmm. client clients is not your client. So yeah. You mentioned something about at some level you should start picking the clients you want to work on. I would like to ask you a following follow-up questions, but not now because we're already running out of time. So if it's possible in the future, you may have to come on another video podcast like this, and then we'll talk about you know growth levels in design and when should somebody start selecting their clients and when should they, they should not that's just another topic you know you've, i think you've mentioned it's social media and the rest i wanted to ask sources that you get your freelance clients from you basically mentioned all of them you know twitter yeah. linkedin instagram you've mentioned upwork i remember you saying yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think i really mentioned upwork but yeah i do have a, I do have a, an upwork yeah. experience I also have freelancer.com experience, but yeah, I, I don't do that anymore. It takes a lot of time to get clients. It's just really stressful. But yeah, it really helps me that yeah, like that was, that was my first experience with making dollars. Ah. So yeah. Like say you want to make a specific amount from a specific clients. What are the two things that you would do differently from what you have done before? I won't undercharge myself. That's number one. Nah, I'll charge my worth. And if somebody feels that they can't pay, I'll just let them be. How about the second? What's the, what the second thing? The second thing I would do, I'll okay. put myself out more. It was a lot of fear that you just realized, oh, nobody's even judging you. I mean, even if they are judging you, so what? I would have pulled myself out more in the relevant places. Oh, I would have been more confident about my work and not feel like, oh, somebody wants to pay me that Jimmy a favor and not allow that thought to like seep in. I would have been like, yeah, I would have put myself out more on time. You know, I'd have saved myself all those stress of struggling mm-hmm. in the trenches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And be confident about myself and put myself out more there and everything yeah so i'll definitely do that differently what kind of mistakes do you see designers make with freelance money and how to reduce the cost of that happening people make money from freelancing what kind of mistakes do you see them make all the time with the amount of money they make big small not investing back into your skill or gadgets like you just get money and you're spending it everywhere instead of like um strategically investing into something that would give you much money it's just like oh i just got a huge gig and then i have this laptop that is so picketty investing in your gadgets and your knowledge as a designer is 
the mistakes not everybody but like some people around me something that i've seen them make financial literacy is something i feel like everyone should get not just designer developer whether you work in tech or you don't work in tech um financial literacy is like very important it's like really really important and as a designer it's something that people should take like very very seriously if you take it serious enough you can actually build solid wealth this book millionaire next door i think it's a really good book and i believe and i feel everybody in design should read it and i also recommend money africa no it's a platform okay. on social media Ooh. yeah they have like a very huge following on, on instagram money africa they have a website too and a lot of these books you like this book you just mentioned the first place i saw it was true money africa so and then you can also be part of that community for like a certain amount of money they teach you how to invest it's not a paid this is not a paid this thing no i don't know yeah, that personally i've just been yeah. following them <laughs> yeah, but like they're really good it's yeah, so Money Africa, read books about finances and all of that. Nice. I would put a link to that in the description as well. And I'm happy that you're here. Like, honestly, I'm happy that we had this discussion. It was interesting. So now, back to our quiz. There should be a sound effect here. Now, Wait, you're supposed to give an end note to designer now. No, no, no. Wait, right? after the, after, yeah, after, after. You're supposed to give an end note after, after the quiz. <laughs> now, let's know, because we have four minutes left. So let's know what's your answer. If you fail, it's no match for you, and that's that's more money for me. So yeah. Okay. Is it is it portable? Hey! Hey! Wana, wana, wana. Uh-huh. So if somebody else has told you the answer, forget it. <laughs> Be okay, honest. so the meaning of PNG is portable network graphics. <laughs> ah, Lois. Oh, you didn't know this in the beginning. I, I didn't know it I now. did, actually. I did, actually. I think I did, actually. I know it's portable something. I don't know the rest. But yeah, I, I think... Okay, let me be honest. I Googled it. <laughs> yeah! I Googled it. I Googled it small. Just small. Just small. Just like, small. What's it? What's I, still, I should still get a free, I still get a free match now, you know. I should try. Ah. Let me add well, it to my tech match. <laughs> no, I, no I, that's fine. When Whenever I'm coming to Abuja, I'm taking his Abuja. Does it come in I different would. colors? Uh, basically, it's just this one. But if you want it to come in different colors, yes. But basically, it's cheaper if it's just all one color and nothing much. So, oh, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I don't mind black. It's okay. No, I, nice. So now, what's your end notes for designers? We have three minutes left before I give an outro. So what's your my end notes? My end notes for designers... Okay, my end notes for designers is be a dedicated learner. Like, if you're a constant learner as a designer, you're literally unstoppable. You're like a superhero. You know, if you're somebody that can always take time to learn things, read books, watch videos, pay for courses, um, the quality you're going to get in return is going to be massive. So be a dedicated learner. Be somebody that goes, you know, what separate the rookies and the pros are those things. Learning, take your time to learn. If you don't know something, you learn it, like take your time out to learn. And there is nothing that you put your time and effort to learn that you won't know, no matter how hard it is. Of course, a lot of things are hard in life. You know, people say, oh, it's hard. That's why I don't do it. A lot of things are hard in life. Just pass, get past that level. Take your time to learn. Take your time to understand. If there's something you're seeing online that you don't understand. You Google it. You learn. You read about it. You get books on it. You watch videos on it. Like, put your heart into learning. Learning will make a difference in your life as a designer. It will, start, it will make you stand out. It will make you just be on top of your game. It will make you bring your A game anywhere that you are. 
so that's my end note to designers be 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 a learner be a learner of life be a learner of design be a learner of everything be very open-minded and yeah that's nice. my end note uh, that's nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. You heard it from your from Lois. Uh, as she talked about a lot, the show notes will be there. And also all the links to all the resources we have mentioned will also be in the description. So if you are missing anything or you think there's something you didn't add, you can always leave a comment and let me know. With that being said, your social media handles will also be there, even if you are not a social media person. It will still be there, right? Yeah, yeah. No be, be sure to subscribe to this channel, like the videos, like these videos, like yeah, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe yeah. to drones. Bye.